Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having an outstanding start to your Tuesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all at BatteryPower.com as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. And we're free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen to podcasts, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it's available. Again, you can find me on StatsSAC on Twitter. My name is Sean Coleman. Always a pleasure to be with you. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So the Braves come off of Sunday's performance against the Astros, a game that they could have won. Uh, but, you know, understandably, you know, again, uh, over a homestand in which you face both the Mets and the Astros, the Braves finished 5-2. and two. Unfortunately, on Sunday, the Braves entered the day only three games behind the Mets, but the Mets were able to come back against the Phillies, and the Braves actually found them themselves four games behind the Mets entering Monday. Well, the Braves were going to find things a little bit easier when it came to their competition, at least theoretically, when it came to them being on the road against the Pittsburgh Pirates. On the mound for the Braves was Jake Odorizzi coming off, you know, again, another start in which he definitely struggled um, in his latest outing for the Braves. But overall, the Braves had to feel good, ten of the, winning 10 of their last 12 and coming up against a series, coming on a series against the Pirates in which the Braves should find, continue to find success. Well, the key to last night's game was not the same sources of success that the Braves had relied on through much of their current winning ways. The offense itself, it struggled. It, it, it had a hard time getting going. Only four hits on the night. This was the first time that the Braves won a game with four or less hits. When they had gotten four or less hits in that game, the first win the Braves had earned in a game in which they had four or less hits since September 28th of last year. This was the first time this year the Braves had won a game getting four or less hits. But when they did get the hits, they made them count. And the big one, of course, coming off the bat of Michael Harris II, a two-run homer that put the Braves up two to nothing, and it was enough for them to be able to maintain the lead. But the story of this game, <clears throat> was Jake Odorizzi having the best performance that he has had since he's put on the Braves uniform? Six innings pitched, seven strikeouts. The only real mistake that he made was the home run that he gave up to O'Neill Cruz, but Odorizzi looked in control the entire game. And that's exactly what the Braves needed. Again, the Braves don't need, with their offense, the Braves don't need a dominant start. Time in and time out. 
a lot of times what the Braves simply need is for their staff to give up three or four or less runs. Go five or six innings, and the Braves typically are going to be put in a good position to win, and that's exactly what Jaco DeRizzi did as well. Now, perhaps even more significant was something that we've not seen much of, and going back, I'm not sure if we've seen it as of yet. We probably have. But I think we got a glimpse on Monday night of how the bullpen could stack up in potential playoff games for this Braves team. A.J. Minter in the 7th, Rysiel Iglesias in the ninth, or excuse me, 8th, and then Kenley Jansen in the ninth. Three total winnings pitched, only one hit, only one walk, no earned runs. Could this be the new version of the night shift, potentially? You know, we'll see. But that was another encouraging sign. You know, the Braves, even when you consider the fact that they were facing the, facing the Pirates, the Braves here lately have been continuing to win despite the fact that their offense has been limited a bit. You go back to the game against Jacob DeGrom last Thursday when the Braves won 3-2. That was a playoff-type game. The Braves were able to get a, were able to get a lead, though the Mets came back and tied it. The Braves were able to get ahead, and they were able to hold the lead. They did the same thing on Monday night. So while we talk about the offense, you know, hitting on all cylinders, we talk about the fact that they're, you know, the offense is mixing in the long ball, plus being able to create and convert scoring opportunities, last night was the second time over the last few games that the Braves have had to rely on their pitching staff to hold a lead. And that's beneficial. It's not only the fact that the Braves are continuing to win, but they're winning in different ways. Games like last night are what allow for the Braves team to really get a feel of what a close playoff type game will be, and it's a reference point of success. Jake Odorizzi absolutely did his job. The bullpen did their job. It goes to show that the Braves pitching staff doesn't have to have the Braves offense scoring six, seven, or more runs a game. They can win close games if they need to, and last night was a great example of just that. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. 
Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a PropG Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropG Pod wherever you get your podcasts. So Max Reed will be on the mound tonight for the Pirates. It's great for the Braves to be able to see the excellent performance from Jake Odorizzi followed up the next night by staff ace Max Reed. And Max Reed came back from being on the concussion injured list last Thursday, went right up against Jacob deGrom, and was able to get the job done. Again, in a playoff-type situation, this this is the type of setup that the Braves will likely face multiple times in the playoffs. We know that from last year. We know what it feels like as a fan base to see it. We know that Max Reed is more than up to the task, and that's exactly what he did going head-to-head with Jacob deGrom and defeating the Mets' ace 3-2 last Thursday night. Well, tonight... Max Reed hopefully will find a bit easier time of things, you know, as obviously the Pirates are a bit easier lineup to face than the Mets. But the thing that really stands out about Max Reed, we know that he's been special for a while. He's been one of the best pitchers in the majors since the 2020 season. And obviously, you know, his excellent performance in the game uh, in, in the game six win that won the World Series for the Braves last year. But the other thing about Max Reed is that he always continues to evolve and always continues to improve. What has made Max Reed so special this year, and which, you know, arguably has been his best year to date so far when you look at many metrics that have measured his career, is the fact that he has significantly improved in limiting home runs and limiting walks. As a matter of fact, among qualified pitchers, Max Reed is fourth in fewest walks allowed per nine innings, and he is second in fewest home runs allowed per nine innings. So, you know, we talk about the fact that with this Braves staff, one of the things that really stands out, especially for Kyle Wright and Max Reed, who do rely on ground balls, it's limiting mistakes, and it's limiting hard contact, but... The other thing that stands out for Max Freed is that he also has really done a great job of becoming one of the best in the majors at limiting extra opportunities and limiting game-changing opportunities for his opposition. And when you combine that already with the fact that his strikeout uh, stuff is remaining nearly the same as it's been in the past. He remains above average when it comes to getting ground balls. You have, you know, I've talked about it with Kyle Wright before. Multiple ways of being able to find success. For Wright, if it's the strikeouts, that's a great thing. But if it's not that, it's the ground balls. Doing both those things, you know, mixing both those uh, strengths in a start, that gives you multiple ways to be able to limit the production of the opposition. Well, for Max Reed, it doubles. He's hardly walking anybody. He's hardly giving up hard enough contact to allow home runs. Plus, he's getting ground balls. Plus, he's getting strikeouts. That layered approach of being able to have multiple ways to be effective against the opposition time in and time out, that's why Max Reed's one of the best pitchers in the majors once again this season. And it's been spectacular to watch. He's done a great job of mixing in his pitches. And the numbers certainly reflect his efforts. 
So whether it's going against the Mets and Jacob DeGrom, or perhaps it's going against the Pirates tonight, at the end of the day, you have to feel as confident as you can right now if you're a Braves fan that Max Freed, no matter who he's facing, is going to get the job done, or at least put the Braves offense in a position to where they can get the job done. Speaking of getting the job done, that's what we hope will happen tonight as Max Reed faces the Pirates in Pittsburgh. It'd be nice if Max Reed could get a little bit of offensive support in terms of the Braves having a big offensive night. They'll go against right-hander JT Brubaker, who is 3-10 on the season with a 4.19 ERA. Someone that's not spectacular, but, you know, hey, he's had his moments. But at the end of the day, you know, the Braves last night, they won a close game. The pitching staff was able to carry the load for the offense and get the job done. Over the next two games, especially when you consider the fact that the Braves' offense will likely need to be up to pace before this weekend series against the Cardinals, this would be a great opportunity for the Braves to be able to put together a few, a few wins that were based on their offense. And you have the opportunity now. If the Braves want to continue to make up ground, as I mentioned, going into Sunday, the Braves were three games behind the Mets. They lost the Mets one. Coming into Monday, they were four games behind the Mets. Well, coming into today, they're once again three games behind the Mets. The Mets right now are facing the Yankees. The Braves right now are facing the Pirates. And again, I know that eventually the, the you know it's going to be a 180, where in September, the Braves are likely going to be facing a harder schedule than the Mets. As a matter of fact, I, I can guarantee that, that the Mets have a very, very easy schedule in September. But the point is, is that right now, these moments where the Braves are facing the easier opponent, right now is the time for them to either maintain the pace or close the gap in the NL East. So whether it's the pitching or whether it's the offense, you have to feel confident the Braves are going to get the job done again tonight. Max Freed again, an ever-improving um, you know, ace for the staff. It's going to be great to see him on the mound, and hopefully the Braves' offense will be able to support him early to where Max Freed can cruise to another six or seven inning outing, and the Braves can get the job done. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Plus, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the new podcast with Chris Willis and Stephen Tolbert, all at BatteryPower.com, as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. Until next time, we'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer.